This is our cough. 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 Today we meet Sorrel, who grew up in Coventry in the 70s and 80s. These days she plays a key role in developing the city's libraries, and it's a job that's grown and expanded more than she could ever imagine. Let's hear why and how. This is Sorrel's City of Culture story. So here we are today. And it's a really lovely, quiet corner with some great benches, nice silver benches. We're on the corner of City Arcade. And it's really amusing me because it's so different from when I first used to come here all those years ago as a child, when in this corner, there used to be a birdcage full of parrots. Can you believe it? And now it's all quiet, just some quiet benches, everyone walking past. I wonder how many people know that this used to be called Birdcage Arcade. And that's why, because of the parrots. <laughs> so we just heard a gentleman putting down some shutters on a shop, the first shop that you come to in the arcade. And I absolutely have the fondest memories of this shop. It was, when I was a teenager, it was Virgin Records. It's a really thin, narrow little shop. And the counter used to be towards the rear. When we used to walk home from school, we used to come through the city centre and dare each other to go into the shop because we knew that there was this kind of debonair, really cool guy that worked behind the counter who was in the specials. So we used to kind of shuffle into the shop, daring each other and hang around. And in those days, to look at the top 40 charts, you used to have to see them pinned up in the record shops and you'd go and have a look and see what was happening and what was going on. And then one of us would dare to ask him a question and probably get all giggly and silly about it. So I love that shop. I love the history that's there and what went with it. You really did feel that you had to conform in those days. There was a kind of societal norm. Everybody used to do certain things. Go to the carnival, go to the works party. Companies like Courtauld's had huge works parties with hundreds of children there. Everybody went. Everybody went on holiday for Coventry Holiday Fortnight. It was a very kind of um, almost quite controlling, really. So we're just walking now down some further alleyways in Coventry behind the backs of shops and you can see there's some railings, there's some graffiti, some broken down walls, overgrown plants. This does remind me of Coventry, Coventry in the 1980s, that the Coventry I knew. When that song, Ghost Town, 
was released and the video that went with it it just was so true it was so true it captured a city where every morning when all the factories were still here every morning you used to see masses of like men waiting on corners and it was mainly men in those days to get on works buses early in the morning and everyone followed this same pattern and then when a lot of that changed and a lot of that was taken out of the city there was a real sense of hopelessness and decay and now i think there is space and opportunity for people now just because people are more proactive in finding their own path and that's what the city provides there's so many organizations so many cultural organizations that had already started that and city of culture has given such a big push very much the message is come on what do you want to do it's not it's not been a sell an imposed program of things it's been very much from the ground up what do you want to do what would you like to explore what would you like to try really getting people to be creative and self-motivated and all of that really helps to shake off that lasting image of a ghost town it's no longer a ghost town at all If I think back to when I, I was a little girl, I could never have imagined that I'd be able to, I'd have the kind of job that I have now working for the library service. It's an incredible job and I work with the most amazing people and people that I really respect, um, have so much respect for them what so so there was something about growing up in Coventry and that and that kind of there wasn't a really high level of expectation um at all for people I I personally didn't have that I didn't have higher expectations managed to um as I say to get the job that I've got which I'm I'm really pleased about and still surprises me some days and then along comes city of culture and this past year it's just solidified all that hope all that opportunity it's really kind of pushed it forward again and I can see I've been able to see people coming into the libraries and sharing new experiences getting involved in some of the different art projects that are going on it is like people have just been really fireworked up to kind of get involved and and be part of of all of this it really really excites me to see everything that's going on and you know i feel there's a real momentum there this isn't just going to finish in may we're going to keep rolling forward this energy that the city of culture has brought and the optimism will continue forward now Lots of people think libraries are really, really quiet places and we have the joy and pleasure of sitting around all day and reading books. But 
what City of Culture has really given us the chance to explore is how we really use the spaces that we have to introduce people to different forms of art and different things that they can get involved with, different things they can do themselves. But how do you go about knowing who's good in the arts world and, and what would work best in a library? And connecting with City of Culture and Arts Council England, I personally have seen an incredible change for me for the way that I look at my job and the way that I look at the libraries in the city and the role that they can have supporting people in the city. I have been able to look at buildings and spaces and the staff team and find new ways of of developing what we do and reaching new communities. It's made me really stop and think about the ways that we can connect with people in the city. that's really touched my heart as part of City of Culture is called Reading Rooms. The project was brought to us from one of the City of Culture producers who'd seen it being delivered in Derry uh, when they were City of Culture and the company that delivers it is actually based in Derry in Northern Ireland. The project was taken then to Hull because they're City of Cult- when they were City of Culture and then it, it came to Coventry. But the beauty of it is it's a project that we could shape to match people who live in Coventry. We train staff to use specific pieces of text to then work with a community really, talk about the text, work through the questions that have been put together by psychologists and get people to talk about themselves and their emotions and help them feel better about themselves. What we decided was in Coventry there's a real need for a lot of children have felt such anxiety and trauma over COVID-19. So the team of library staff have been trained to use reading rooms to do some sessions with children to really try and give them the confidence to um, face their worries and, and get on with their lives and being creative. I am so proud of this project. I'm absolutely awe-inspiring. I'd never heard of anything like it before, but City of Culture brought that to the city for us. One of the challenges that we had before City of Culture was connecting everybody together and finding something for each of the libraries in the city. They are all very diverse, very different communities, very different spaces, very different libraries. So what's the connecting thread? And the One Million Reads project has given us that thread. It's something that every library is part of while still being incredibly different and independent. 
So some of them have had a photographer going in to take photographs of people reading and, and their responses to the piece of work they're reading. We've been asking local people to tell us their stories about Coventry and those stories are going to be um, carved into a book bench that will be in libraries. Lots and lots of different projects, but these have been in different libraries all around the city, which connects all of those libraries into a whole and makes sure that no one's left out from it all. I've come back to something that really reminds me of my past, present and future. I'm standing outside what is now the Central Library building, much known to people as Locarno, the Locarno Dance Hall and also Tiffany's Nightclub. So this has always been quite a central part for this, of the city. Um, so many people so excited about dashing in to see a band or go for a dance. What we do in libraries now is a programme called Get It Loud in Libraries, so everything's come round full circle. Um, this is being supported through City of Culture and through the Arts Council and we bring live music back onto the main floor of the libraries with up to 200 people in there. The acoustics in the building are still amazing and uh, that building it's just iconic in the in the city so i think people just thought of coventry as some faded old town they used to make cars didn't they but they don't now they've got a reputation of just being a big concrete city lots of concrete um, really harsh place to live and I think a lot of people were really surprised that Coventry became City of Culture. My hope for the people of Coventry in the future is that they will look at City of Culture, look at all the experiences and the opportunities that have been there, look at how people have been able, including myself, able to get engaged in new things, new and exciting things, to stretch your imagination. And I think that's what we need to keep carrying on for the future, so that Coventry will always keep changing and building, and people will be individuals to really be able to keep going ahead and doing what they want to do. And I'm very honoured I get to be a part of all of that. Thank you.